Hello and welcome to The Modern Indian. Um, this week's episode is very exciting for me. Um, some of you actually mentioned that all the topics we've been covering um, are very uh, female-oriented or it's the female's perspective. And I think it's time to uh, bring in some uh, male's perspective into our topics. So I thought I should bring in one of my uh, closest friend, Arjit, to um, kind of talk about you know, a, a, a topic that's very close to me is how do men deal with the cultural nuances and living in U.S. So, hey, Arjit, are you there? Hey, Shafra. How's it going? How's it going? Oh, good, good. How are I'm you? Good. A little backstory. Uh, so how um, me and Arjit met, uh, I think we met in Toronto, right? That was the first time. And uh, I did an event where Arjit was helping me out. No, 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 no. Uh, we were hosting the Diwali function. And oh, yeah, you, true. Yeah, you, you and Ankur were, um, I think we, we invited the newly, or I guess oh, the yeah, new members. True. Yes, yes. And then as it always happens, uh, we don't find volunteers to, you know, take over for the next year. And then all of a sudden we see the Shipra Mathur volunteering to, you know, uh, to take over the function. So yeah, so that's I just have to mention met. here quickly that I, I I did not actually intend to volunteer. Uh, I remember sending a message to Arjit saying that, hey, if you need help, uh, you know, kind of organizing next year's uh, festival, I'll be happy to help. The next thing I know, he just dumps that on me and saying, here you go, <laughs> you know, thank you for organizing it. And yeah, that's how we met. Under false pretenses, Arjit. And, and the, well, that's how we met, and then that's how I met. Oh, my that's wife. true. So, so, uh, so yeah. I organized the next year's. Uh, 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 it was like a Diwali event, and um, we we all met. And I, uh, Arjit was helping me through the event, and that's where you met your wife. And so I should take some credit for your marital bliss, huh? <laughs> yeah. I, I actually give yeah, I actually give you all credit. <laughs> it's funny because the the whole thing started off with you asking if I could MC, and I said. Yeah, sure. I should be able to take some time off from work. And uh, since I live in Houston, so, you know, uh, I didn't have the confirmation. And then all of a sudden, a couple of months later, I get this, you know, Mathur Diwali email and it said MCs, uh, Chandrika, <laughs> Avantika. And I'm just like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> and uh, a little backstory. I mean, you know, of course, uh, my wife and I, we both disagree on how we met. Really? I didn't know uh, that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a it's a it's a it's kind of a controversy and i don't think we both have agreed to either stories i know her since 2009 like i know of her uh since 2009 uh and of course back then there was no intention to get married and then uh all of a sudden in 2012 i see oh my god chandrika is going to mc and i thought this is it this is the perfect time <laughs> to you know fly in and uh of course, first, my first thing was, hey, I was supposed to MC the thing. Now, why is she doing it? And then the second thing was, this is the perfect time to impress her. It just so happened that she introduced my performance. And then after I sang, she came to me and she said, oh, you, uh, you sang really well. And uh, yeah, I think that was it. I just said, yeah, I think I'll totally just marry her. Totally like played. Uh, there was a lot of, uh, yeah, after the Diwali function, my brother, uh, my cousins, uh, Abhishek Akarshi, like, we all sat down and had a whole game plan. Uh, I was asked to record uh, this jingle at, uh -huh. at a studio. And it just so happened that the studio was in Markham. And then I, uh, you know, I some, somehow made an excuse to meet with her and also kind of impress, try to impress her. 
that, hey, I'm actually recording a song at, <laughs> at a studio. Uh, and we decided to meet up for lunch. By the time I got done with the recording, it was dinner time. So, so <laughs> and, yours was not uh, an yeah. arranged marriage then, more or less. It, the, so uh, according to my story, the it started off with the int of, uh, intent of arranged. Then uh, I went behind my you know parents' back and every, and then you know started talking to her, and uh, so it's kind of to me it's both. Yeah. Uh, if I if someone hadn't arranged it initially, I wouldn't have known who Chandrika Mathur is. Gotcha. So, so they just set you up, and then you did the rest. Yeah, but they they tried to set us up like you know two thousand nine. So oh, gotcha. Yeah. So and back then, like you know, and she had she has no idea about this part. So she, so that's, that's the controversy. We like, we, she disagrees. She's like, nope, that this is not true. And, uh, <laughs> and both of us being Mathur, our cutoff was, we cannot be uh, less than second cousins. So, oh my uh, gosh. <laughs> so, yeah. so she was like, as long as it's three or above, she's fine. I said, sure. I said, there's no way I know who you are. <laughs> so so just so that everybody else knows the story um so anyway indian community uh we have arranged marriages where where the parents kind of set you up with uh the prospective um partner but in mathur community where i belong and arjit belongs to uh we can marry mathurs as long as you're not related to each other <laughs> so it's the most bizarre thing because somebody asked me it's like you are mathur and your husband is a mathur so are you guys like cousins i'm like no <laughs> no we're not and uh like my mathur family is completely different from their mathur family and i said i have we have no correlation whatsoever he's not my cousin and so it's, it's the most bizarre thing you have to explain to somebody as to why you would marry another mathur i'm like well you have multiple you can you can have a Smith marry a Smith. Exactly. Right? It doesn't. It doesn't make them uh, 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 related. So yeah, but for your, it's funny that you guys had to actually mention this yeah. point that as long as you guys are not second cousins, that's hilarious. Yeah, because I remember uh, the day she, like you know, when once Chandrika said, you know what, I think you know, like she was kind of ready to do this, so she casually went up to her dad and started talking about, you know, and then she mentioned do you know who Ashok Bhagwala is and are you related? And uh, she kind of figured out that, okay, there is no sort of like, uh, so yeah, so that was, so that's what, that was the conclusion that they knew of the family, but they didn't like, there was no relation. Not related. Uh, at least yeah. not that we know of yet. Because uh, so. I know you, because I know, not that you know of. It's like after <laughs> somebody's doing a ancestry.com. Yeah. It's like, what the hell? Uh, but did you know you and I are actually related? Uh, not from my side of the family, but uncle's side of the family, um, which I found out that, that uh, your dad and my mother-in-law were actually related in some very far off what? Uh, no way. way. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I, you didn't know this. No. Jeez. So, so we, we let's just pretend that our uh, relation is like the best <laughs> of the friends, and not go into the relation because we. I have no idea what number of cousin you are, yeah. but oh, wow. you're okay. there. Yeah, let's not go. Yeah, thing is so complicated when you go for arranged marriages. It's like there's so many of these things you have to worry about because you can only marry within your sort of subgroup. Yeah. But then there are these issues that you have no idea. You may be related at some point. <laughs> I don't know. So it's. It's it's hilarious, but yeah. So that was your story of how you met your wife. It's uh, it's interesting. How does how did your parents react to the fact that you went for the pe- for the girl that they picked out initially? Well, uh, it just so happened that because uh, 
when we moved to North America from Dubai, where I grew up, uh, you know, the the typical Indian mentality was, okay, you are you are going to have an arranged marriage. The girl has to be of our choice. You cannot have a girlfriend, all that stuff. But Gee. then um, it was pretty hardcore. Like, so, I mean, but that's just what, how we grew up. And to me, that culture plus Bollywood movies, I just thought, okay, that's the right way how things should be. But of course, as time went by, uh, like there there were certain areas where my parents just got more liberal. And uh, it came to a point where they were like, as long as the person's a female, they were fine with it. You know, <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, I, I still don't think uh, like, you know, they kind of understand the concept of what is like, what are gays and lesbians or bi or whatever. Um, yeah. Like, I, so, so yeah, so. So I think it, they were like, as long as it's a female, they're happy. So, but this part, wow. the beauty was that the girl just happened to be, you know, from our cast. So, yeah. so that's like, I was actually talking to my colleague the other day and I said, I think from like both sides of the family, uh, for my wife and my, like for Chandrika and me, the good part was, I think both parents got to do exactly what they wanted to do for, you know, their kid's wedding, like. All right. all sorts of rituals, and the best part, I feel that they didn't have to explain to the the other person, oh, this is why we do what we do. Uh, right. So so that I think they were just so happy uh, that this happened. So and of course, you know, the girl being a mother, because since I'm the younger one, they always thought that I'll be the kind of the the, exa- the rebel, ex- the rebel exactly, of the house. Yeah. You know, I'll probably be walking in with you know, <laughs> hey mom, here's a whoever like so so i think uh, they were a lot more relieved in that way and to give a perspective uh, i was thinking you know when we decided to do the podcast and i thought uh, it's always good to give a perspective of who my dad really is if you've watched the movie piku he's yeah. exact and if any listener hasn't watched the movies on netflix i would highly recommend to watch the movie uh my dad's exactly like amitabh bachchan in the movie oh my gosh like <laughs> Just, uh, he's, he's, he's right. He's at that age where, you know, like, ev- like, you know, those, the, the moments, the way that uh, between Amitabh Bachchan and Deepika Padukone was there, uh, that's exactly how he is. And right. with my mom, she's like a typical Karan Johar movie mom. Uh, yeah. Just, oh you know, goodness. like super emotional and over time, I'd like to, I like to think, uh, uh, my relationship with my mom has changed where I feel I'm the parent and she's the child. How so? Is this the freedom that she has with me? Uh, or I, like, you know, to speak. So like every morning when I go to work, I call her and uh, I can sense that, okay, she has to like, you know, like vent some stuff out. And then she'll right. start talking about, oh, you know, he said this, she said this, they did that. Should I do this? And then I'm like giving her advice, like, no, you know, be quiet. It's okay. You talk, you, you said something, it's fine. Like, you know, uh, so you're like the, you're like the, the, the in-house yeah, therapist. Yeah. To your yeah. Mom. Uh, at least that's what I feel. Uh, uh, and right. it's our, that dynamic changed. I feel is, uh, after she was diagnosed with uh, breast cancer and, uh, right. me being the science guy, uh, you know, like I would change her dressing. I would help her take a bath. Like a lot of those, a lot of that thing equation just changed along around that time. So that's her. What What about what about her expectations of you and of your wife? 
or from your wife? So I think the like you know the the thing is that the way our our parents grew up, uh, or like my mom, you know, they were taught since they were like you know since she like since her younger age that you have to learn how to cook, you have to at least learn how to stitch and stuff because when you get married, this is all you have to do. You know, you have to take care of your husband. So I don't think like you know she ever had a voice. Uh, even now, like you know, sometimes like she gets scared to say something, but she'll tell me, and I tell her like you know, speak up. The most, the max, the person will say is no. No one will ever get physically violent with you. But uh, so that fear is always there, right? But then you cut to this generation where you know Chandrika or anyone for that matter, where uh, right. and rightfully so, the girls voice their opinion. Initially, I do know that, you know, they did find it odd. And this is not talking about, like, Chandrika voicing her opinion and my parents finding it odd, but that's my observation and the, my conversations with them when certain people would, you know, like, dress up in a way that they're not comfortable with or say something that, like, my mom would typically not say. And I feel that it's just a, it's just that thing where they're finally seeing that, oh, you can do this. And I think... Uh, now they feel that I, I I have a feeling that maybe my mom thinks uh, like you know it, it's 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 something completely new to her where she's like oh people can actually speak right. up so that's there. So that's my question, right? Like we uh, like we talked about this in a couple of episodes ago. We talked about uh, you know the relationship between your parents and your par- in laws, and um, for a woman, it's a completely different story, right? Because as an Indian woman, you're expected to do a whole lot, and then your mom expects it, you to do a whole lot. But then you go get married, and then your in laws have a different um, sort of expectation. So I guess my question is, as a as the husband, how do you? How do you make create that balance where you know that your mom has a different set of expectations, which your wife may or may not, uh, you know, fulfill, yeah. but she doesn't have to, right? Because it's not it's not required. But it's a different. It's difficult to explain it to the generation before us. So I guess my question is, yeah. how do you, as a guy, so, <laughs> like how do you do? How do you so, uh, keep? Peace? I know my parents really well. So right off the bat, when we decided that we're going to get married, Chandrika and I decided that. We will not let the two families, like the, like my parents, uh, talk with her parents, especially when it came to finance. So we we told both of them that you communicate things to us, and then Chandrik and I will talk and we'll figure this yeah. thing out. Because uh, it's just that I know my parents really well. Like I know my dad. Like you know he wants to do everything, and then things could get heated up, and there's no point, right? So. So that's something that Chandrik and I were on the same page from the from day one. So so that clarity was there. Now, do does she know my parents that well? I mean, at that point, no, and neither did I know her parents that well. To like at least to the point where I could be like, sure, you know, every like you guys are the elders, do whatever you want. So yeah, like you know, they went saw the venue, they did everything. Uh, they decided this is what they want, and that's fine. But like the big decisions where. Because I generally feel that, uh, and this was like uh, my feeling that, when, especially when it comes to money in relationships, things do get awkward. And there was no way that, yeah. you know, we, at least I know that my parents also agreed that there's no way that they would be like, well, Chandrika is the girl. So, you know, based on traditions, the girl will pay for the wedding. So this was like, you know, we tried to split everything. 
evenly and help each other out and this is so yeah so so when it came to like, like when it comes to these big things uh it's easier for me to talk to my parents and like dictate the rules that you know three four years after our marriage when chandrika was pregnant and my mom came down for the first time i told her straight up i said here's the deal i know you're excited everything's fine but at this point your goal is to just come here and help us adjust to this new new life that we have no idea about you right. you you're more than welcome to like you know of course if chandrika is tired you can take care of the baby and everything but uh our biggest help would be like you know you can help us out in the kitchen with the food and stuff and uh right. if chandrika right. needs rest and like don't try to inter- exactly Intervene. like if something's if something that chandrika yeah. wants to do let her do so so was she okay with you telling yes. her so, to do that so that so that's what it was so it was uh oh. easy for me to tell her and just kind of explain to her that let's just keep it easy and and then over time like you know like how the indian thing is key or oh, we can do massage with this oil and stuff like that so oh, yeah, that yeah. slowly <laughs> started seeping in and uh, and it's easy to do that as opposed to pile everything on and then chandrika is like oh wait this is my kid why am i not doing this so uh so right. they can i feel like they can't help themselves because they have grown up in that situation where you know your typically your mom or your mother-in-law would help you take care of the kids because there was so much stuff to do anyway so they would like take care of the baby so they have grown up in that sort of environment so it it's so difficult for them to kind of go away from it and then that's what they expect out of you or out of your uh, you know family where here it's totally different you take care of your kids yourself so it's that's a a really uh, sort of uh, keen place yeah. where you and your mom or you and your in-law will always have a you know a, so it's great that you know if the do you think it helps if the if the guy actually talks to the mom and be like hey you know we're going to do this and yeah, but just just be there it, but it, don't don't intervene at least does it help if the guy talk to my my mom or like my parents so I, uh so i remember we were webcamming with uh with my parents i think sohani my daughter was maybe month old maybe so she had like you know uh hair on her forehead and like uh-huh. a unibrow thing which i mean who cares and my dad's like oh what's happening to her forehead <laughs> and the moment he said that i i replied with be her grandfather not her doctor and and he right. and he got the <laughs> point like cool uh, to his credit like you know and i think um, i think grandkids give our parents the second like you know like that second wind of their life or like that's uh, that energy where I I have seen a huge change in my right. parents uh, especially my dad after Suhani was born like now every like okay. his whole world is is just Suhani like you know he wants to do whatever he can for her and right. uh, so so that's something that is completely new to me but my goal at that point was I have to make sure that like there are certain personality traits that we just cannot get rid of and uh there's certain that indianness in us that we will always have like you know to say something that we shouldn't say or or pass these comments but th- th- that's just that's just <laughs> in us so so at that point like you know uh, yeah. i just had to relay that information and i think communication helps a lot you have and you mentioned the point that you have uh, it's when you you have kids that's when they really get 
you know, they're, um, yeah. they're, uh, it's like a second life to them. Right. So, uh, so like for, for a guy, cause I know that this is a, a point that I, I, it's nice to talk to another parent because, yeah. um, single people, when they complain about <laughs> the in-laws, but it's, I mean, it's difficult, but, um, it's when you become a parent, it's like twice as hard because now not only you're being judged as a person, you're also being judged as a parent. And so, and, and, and your parents don't get it that, that we don't really like being judged as a mom. Like my perspective is that I don't like being told what kind of mother I am, right? It's my, I'm doing the best I can. And the, and they feel the need to tell the woman that, Oh, you should do this to be better. You should do this. So how does a dad come into this? Like how, how, what's your perspective as a, as a dad into this uh, situation? Before I answer this question, because I know my wife would be, my wife's going to roll her eyes. Uh, Yeah. And this (laughs) is also to, I guess, to all the dads listening to this, to, to my reply and to all the moms listening to my reply in no shape or form, I am quote unquote, the perfect dad. Uh, it just, yeah, there is no such thing as perfect oh, dad. There's no such thing as perfect mom or a perfect relationship for that matter. I'm still learning. I'm not the best out there, but it's something that child psychology has always been one of like my interests and an area that I knew I had to work on and I still try to work on is patience. The initial part of the, of like of the baby is basically trying to guess what is it that the baby wants, you know? they're crying but then you're like why are you crying like what's going on but they cannot say anything the moment like you know of course the moment i found out uh chandrika was pregnant a lot of like my perspective in life changed where i was like okay now i need to make sure that the next nine months go smoothly for her she had just come up like come out of this uh a health quote-unquote scare uh but that's a separate topic for another time yeah but uh so my goal was that hey you know let's just uh make the next nine months the best that she has like is this funny how the cards were all in our favor where she didn't have any morning sickness uh anything of that sort the whole nine months were completely smooth being in the scientific scientific field you do come across papers you read stuff you know you realize that there's that there are studies that say that in the third trimester based on the environment of the house and mainly the mom uh, around her that develops a lot of the personality in the kid. So of course, the negativity and anything of that sort, you try to get rid of. Luckily, nothing of that sort happened. Uh, The only thing that we we probably had was I had my certification exam going on, but that had nothing to do with, you know, like I was just, I would come home, I would study, but she was fine and she had her night cravings and we would go and she would eat and she would be happy and then go to bed. So, so that worked out perfectly. There were certain dynamics where, you know, we, I had to kind of work things out uh, st- uh, strategically, but it came to the point where, okay, now it's the ninth month, which parent shows up for the pregnancy? <laughs> I mean, for the, de- for the delivery, sorry. Oh, so you had to decide if her parents come think, or your uh, parents come? Is there that, was that like, discussion, that, that was but it's, it's obvious that the daughter is going to feel comfortable if her mom's there. Then my mom's like, totally. oh, it's my first grandkid. I need to be there. So it's easy for me to kind of talk to my mom and make her understand that, you know, hey. So yeah. the, so like I knew I knew like if I told my if I didn't say anything, my parents would show up like on day one. Totally. I had to understand from their point of view. But then I also had to understand from 
more importantly, the mother's point of view. And uh, so I kind of had to like work my way around and try to explain to my mom that, hey, you know, the initial one month, the baby is only sleeping. So why don't you come by the third month when she's kind of awake and responding and you'll enjoy more. So, which is why I say and she's she, like, and she was like, okay you know, with that. Enjoy her mom. So she, she kind of, she kind of falls for it. But as much as it okay. was tough, because I remember while we were in the hospital, my mom was like, Arjit, I'm just going to fly for like two days. Okay. I just want to be there and I just want to see the baby and then I'll fly back. Oh. And I'm like, so as, as much as it bothered me to say no to her, <laughs> uh, it, it just wasn't possible. And of course, it, uh, it just so happened that, they had to keep Sohani in the NICU for the first week. So then, so that, of course, made it easier for me to make my parents understand that, hey, uh, right now, like, you know, between the hospital visits and everything, it's just going to be too much. So it's just easier for you to come, like, you know, uh, by a month, month and a half when we'll actually need more help. And then they, you know, then they were fine. But I do remember once Sohani yeah. was born, my cousin was at home at that point and he sent a video and of my parents and they both were on the phone. One's talking to some family in India, the other one's talking to another family in India. And like, I am getting messages from like, oh my but, God. so I could sense the excitement, right? But at that point, you kind of have to let yeah. go of that baggage and then focus on the actual thing right now which is the mom and the baby for me when i had my kids i had both my both the moms there so my mom and my mother-in-law and half the time i was just agitated because there was some chaos and i'm like right now i need to like focus on me and i cannot imagine like it was so much drama and and <laughs> so i had this funniest thing where the nurse i i went like it was the next morning and i told the nurse that i really want to take a shower and she's like well your room is attached there's a bathroom so go take a shower and so i was like okay perfect so i got up and i took a shower and both the moms freaked out i have not heard the two of them scream and agree on something on the same t- at the same time it's amazing they oh, both yeah. were screaming at me that the, the, oh because you know how in india you're not supposed to get off the bed for 40 days and so they both were screaming oh my god what did you do and you're gonna suffer and this and that and i'm like i took a freaking shower yeah. it's, so those are the things the skin to skin was a big deal um that they made us do and my my like they didn't have much to say about it uh when she was i think around eight months or eight and a half months with me my grandmother in, in agra forced her to fly to india from uh muscat and make sure that i was delivered in india this is at almost the ninth month and uh, so my mom obviously couldn't say anything right so it's always because you know, the elders in the family and all that. And my mom's gynecologist wrote a note that if something happens, I'm not responsible because totally. my mom's approach to her doctor was, I have to go to India. I have no other options. And my mom flew and complications happened. But then I came along by C-section. And the other thing is when my mom, like at least after marriage, she was in a, like a, not in, not, not in a nuclear family. It was like, we have, we have a big house with four or five families together. Everyone's just there. Like, you know, there is no, there's no sense of privacy. When it came to Chandrika's time and I told my mom that, oh, you know, we actually took a tour of the hospital, like, you know, the area, they showed us the room where Chandrika would deliver whatever the mom wants is going to happen. Like, you know, you list everything, whatever you want. 
And that that whole concept was so novel to my mom that she had no idea that you could do all of that. So a lot of times, like, you know, it's also perspective, which is always up for, at least in my case, for my parents to kind of grasp uh at some point it's and it's not to their fault like you know when my when we were in dubai a lot of my like you know family friends like aunts like when they had when they were delivering babies all they wanted were they wanted my mom to be there because of course the dads wouldn't enter the room like their their contribution in uh at least from my perspective who was a kid watching yeah i mean their contribution was nothing besides getting their wife pregnant that's just that's the harsh reality or the not the best way to put it but that's just what it uh, <laughs> because after that it's like oh you take care of the baby oh my mom's already here so she's yeah that's help true yeah it is what it is like you know just about having the child now i want to know what happens after that like i want to know when you as a as a family um especially not in india here when ev- you have to do everything you have to kind of collaborate and 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 do things together and most of the time what i see is that it's all the, 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 it's so strongly said that oh you know the husband has to go to work and so he needs the sleep and you're going to be home so you can catch up on your sleep in the morning and so you don't you're not a team anymore it's like you have the kid you do everything for the kid and then what happens to and then the guy is just like okay i need to go to work so i need those 8 hours of sleep now having said that i have to say that my husband didn't do that but i have heard a lot of people say that that oh you know he had to go to work so he was sleeping and i had to take care of the baby all day and it's exhausting so why i want to know like as a as a man why yeah. why not collaborating it, uh, as a team I, and I listen to agree. i was you know just what too I'm afraid saying? to like you know hold sohani when she was say a week old uh, i was like this kid is so like fragile changing her diaper was probably one of the most freakiest thing that i probably have ever done uh, i i still remember i think uh, the first time when i changed was uh, chandrika and her mom went out for a walk i was sitting uh, watching a basketball game and sohani was on the rocker sleeping and then all uh-huh. like literally chandrika walked out and sohani woke up and she looked at me and she made that smiling face and i was like okay this has to mean she's pooping so then i actually sat down thinking should i wait till chandrika's back and let her change the diaper but then i was like <laughs> come on suck it up this is your kid it's okay so uh, after that like after that incident which was probably maybe a week or two weeks after yeah. she came home i was a lot more like you know comfortable with changing diapers but when it came to the night shift i knew a i i barely sleep like you know for me 3 4 hours i'm good and then i was already well aware that there is no way that chandrika is going to get up at night because she needs her night sleep because like she uh, i'm a light sleeper chandrika is not so so i knew that you know you have to like i have to do this uh but the but the best part was right right i remember we put her in the crib and i was walking into my room and i saw sohani sleeping and i was like oh my god like you know why would anyone think this as stressful like you know this kids is right here uh of course there's no way she could change her own diaper so the least i could do is like you know enjoy cherish that so that night feeding her the bottle changing her diaper making right. her burp to me uh, that was my mo- like my my bonding moment with sohani and i kind of enjoyed that as far as waking up at in the morning going to work that was just part of a routine that i uh, that i'm already used to so that part was never stressful uh 
I'm saying that because like I think Chandrika was born to be a mom. Like you know she she had that in her. So if it wasn't for her innate uh like you know the mother qualities uh-huh. uh it would have been a lot more tougher for me to like you know contribute as in this in this relationship or in this equation so yeah she really helped me settle settle down into becoming a father and right yeah and getting introduced to this parenthood relationship i think it's more um it's more stronger here where uh the the guys are equally participating yeah. as much as the woman does but back in india like i have friends back in india and there the men don't do jack shit like it's uh, the women are like changing diapers and then getting up in the morning and then making breakfast like it's all the woman's thing and and i feel bad for my friends back in india and i feel like i wonder like if they ever be like okay this is and it's so funny because yeah. sometimes i see that they're progressing so fast and women are like sort of standing up for themselves and it's you know they are speaking up against the patriarchy but then there's so many families like i have my friends who just you know has told me that oh yeah they don't they don't really participate in uh, in taking care of the kid all they want to know is that is the ch- child doing okay uh, are they acing all the tests uh, <laughs> and are they uh, you know the best in everything right that's all they care about but how to actually take care of them they don't participate as much and so which is kind of which sucks and the fact that the parent sort of also adds to that that oh yeah, yeah it's it's the woman's job to take care of the kids I think it's really wrong to put all of that into onto the female just because they gave birth. Um, so I guess like I'm talking as a, as a feminist that, you know, it's not fair to say that oh, only moms have exactly. the job to, to raise the kids. It's not fair. I think it's the dad's job too. Uh, there were two people involved in making that human. <laughs> so I think both. And so that's where I feel like the yeah. pair, what to do. Even if you know like, I- you know, Sohani would cry all night, which rarely happen they were asked not to be involved in this because we knew like and our the way we explained to them is you're yeah. going to leave in a month so after after you leave it's just the three of us so we have to get used to this if it comes to a point where we cannot do anything then yes we'll of course approach you you know like come to you so it's like it's funny you uh, you said that because i remember uh, we had some family friends visiting and uh, yeah. this uncle and auntie were like you know sitting in our living room and the uncle left and uh, i was holding suhani and the auntie actually called, like passed on a comment that oh look how involved arjit is when i delivered my kid uh, my husband was asked to sleep in a different room because he had to go work and i was stuck doing everything and of course it's i mean you know <laughs> it's it would be unfair yeah. to kind of blame the the uncle yeah. or like the husband uh in that generation but i don't think they knew any better that's just i mean like i said that's just how the movie showed that's just how the society was and that's exactly what the female were told to do and they just they just did and i remember in one of those bonding moments like you know with suhani at night totally of course as you get older you kind of get perspective of why your parents are the way they are cuz you know you somehow become like one of your so i remember when i was driving to work i call my mom and i felt i said you know uh i had this father daughter moment and it gave me perspective of you know like why am i sometimes so rude to my dad but so i asked my mom did uh, papa ever take care of me at night my mom's like no and i was like oh so i was like oh in that case never mind yeah. i'm back to where we were yeah. uh, but yeah cuz i actually felt well, so guilty i'm that like makes sense. Man, yeah. i'm so rude to my dad i shouldn't do this look how much sacrifice goes into you know totally. like 
raising a child and stuff and he probably did that too and then so i thought let me just ask my mom and my mom's like no he never worked yeah. and i was like okay then i'm like then i'm good they don't i you know it's funny because i talked to my parents and they don't think these little things actually matter in the longer run it's like yeah yeah your dad was you know so uh, there was working hard to kind of you know put food on the table it's 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 just all about gender roles it's like your dad was supposed to bring in the dough and your mom is supposed to take care of yourself and, and kind of cook and all of that and so obviously as you grow older your relationship with your mom is stronger than your relationship with your dad and here it's not like that like uh, both of us are as, are equally involved with the kids um we both have sort of uh, there's no gender role right so when so when it's just the four of us so when it's just me my husband and the two kids uh we both are sort of equally involved in how we're raising them but as soon as any one of the parent will come to visit us and then the whole dynamics is like thrown is like oh yeah he's coming from the office he's so tired you should make sure the kids are finished with the homework finished yeah. with the dinner i'm like what the fuck i'm not i'm like no 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 he gets to do the homework with the kids i'm not the only one sitting there and doing that exactly. and so and it's like oh yeah but you work from home so it's fine i'm like uh, uh, no do you know how much discipline it takes to work from home <laughs> and it's bizarre to to make them understand and as much as we try to like because yeah. if i say anything it's a big deal but if he says something then it's like yeah. oh yeah you're gonna be you know with your with your wife obviously and for me uh, it's like there's no win to this situation, so like, if you have women. a problem just come talk to me and i'll deal with that part and if i have a problem i'll come talk to you and you try to because it's easier to you know like communicate that way if i go and say something to like you totally. know my mother or father in law it may come off completely in a different way than what i intended for it to be so it's a lot at least to me uh, and that makes things a lot easier and then again in the end it's also my theory is you pick your battles and this is a uh, just my dad being you know yeah. my dad Uh, like i said like the character from piku uh, at some point like you know anyone would be like okay time out what the hell is going on here like you know if he's there in the in your in his comfort zone right like at some point like someone will like like the flags will of course uh, be raised so there were issues like you know yeah. i remember once when he well, i think it was his first or second trip to houston and he was here for a week and he didn't bring enough clothes but he would maybe every day like do do his laundry chandrika found that quite odd and then so she told me that yo man like why is your dad doing laundry every day uh-huh. now now two things you know like i have like used my dad's laundry like you know for god knows how many years yeah and now when i can afford it if he's doing it every day i could care less that's the least i could do but totally. now it's i know it's bothering this one person whom i'm going to live you know so for me being in the science field and looking at things logically uh for me it's all about like okay in theory i'm going to spend more time with chandrika at least yeah. now compared to my parents do i piss off the greater like the t- person that i'm going to spend more time with or do i do i go that that route but then when it comes to something as trivial as doing laundry uh it's easier to like you know explain to like chandrika that hey it's it's okay like you know and then yeah. and then like if you try try to talk to her she gets it and matter is close but i also tell my dad that hey uh you know just next time just bring more clothes who like you know you can do laundry there's no problem and then from there on he did 
Like he got the point and he said, fine. And the next visits and all, that wasn't a problem. But uh, if it's something that yeah. is a bigger, relatively bigger issue, where I know that, you know, it's going to give Chandrika some sort of anxiety or whatever, then yes, I do put my foot down and I let them know, let my, my parents know that, hey, this is not nice. Like, don't do this, please. And uh, I just, like I said, I just feel that they are, they have changed a lot since like, you know, they found a daughter-in-law and now they have a granddaughter. The patience has like, the level of patience has increased so much that it uh, compared to what it was when, when I was a kid. So yeah, so they have become really understanding. Yeah, you're right that you pick your battles, right? And it, as a, as a, on the female side of it, you also pick your battles. Like there are some things you can just ignore. You're like, you know what, they're here yeah. only for a few days. It's fine. You know, we'll, we'll look past it. But then there are some things that you just don't and you're like, this is unacceptable. <laughs> so I guess you you just have to pick which ones. And then, so, so this is one of the things that we, we also do in our house is that if I have something, I would talk to my husband and be like, okay, you know what, this I did not like, we can't have this again. You're going to have to put a stop to it. And then, so he takes care of it. But um, a lot of times, and some of my friends, I've noticed that the husband doesn't take responsibility of it he's like oh oh, you know what they're my parents you need to like back off and that's where I find that's where I find that patriarchy is really seeping in into the family uh, dynamics that even the guy thinks that it's okay for your wife to not to sort of like ignore everything that she doesn't believe in because it's the same thing like it's it's and, and it goes both ways right so if my parents are here and they say or do something that he doesn't like I'm going to be the one talking to my mom and be like you know what you're here for a few days just be the grandparent be the mom and dad and then just you know let's just keep the peace and not do certain things but then you know if I don't say anything it's like yeah they're my parents and they're just going to do whatever they want then you're going to have a trouble, right? Then then the husband will be like, what the fuck? This is my house and I don't want certain things. So it's very delicate sort of balance that you have to create. It's important, uh, right? You made this decision to marry this person, like, you know, to become a team. The least you could do is make sure that she is comfortable in, in, her, in her own surroundings. At least now in our North American culture, like, you know, a lot of times people get married and then they move out and they live in a different house where the parents are living in a different house. And that idea is so like new to families in India. They don't get it. They're like, oh, wait, why aren't you guys living together? It's it's a, it's a concept that sometimes I still battle with. I don't understand. Totally. But, uh, but like I said, the least you can do is respect the female, uh, respect your wife. You know, she wants to create her own space. She wants to create uh, her own home whatever she has in mind. If you have made that conscious decision to marry someone, then yes, it this is nothing but teamwork. It, it's okay to, like, you know, yes, of course, you have to respect your parents, your in-laws, every, your elders and all that, but not to the extent where you're damaging your equation with your wife. In the end, you are the one yeah. sleeping on the same bed with her. Uh, you are the one, like, you know, you're sharing everything with her. She shares everything with you. And that's what makes a healthy relationship, a healthy marriage. I'll I'll, uh, refer this new short film that I shared with you the other day. Yeah. It's on YouTube. It's called Juice. And it's uh, the YouTube channel is uh, Long Short Movies, something like that. And the, the movie's name is called Juice. Yeah. I would highly recommend, like, you know, again, for everyone to watch it, me watching that 25 minute short film, like triggered so many childhood memories. And I was just like, 
what is going on like totally and the and the sad part is that it still happens the that that sort of mentality where okay the guys are going to sit in the living room let the women all be in the kitchen and heat the food and serve the food and all that it's just uh i just feel that if someone's coming to your house then you have to get up get up you know and then contribute to the kitchen help out with the cleaning help out with get like you know putting everything together get help out with cleaning the house there's no way i can expect to invite my friends over and then ask chandrika to cook all the food clean the house clean the dishes and on top of that serve food to everyone there's no way i can do that yeah it's just not there but i would highly recommend for people to watch that show totally. a movie you'll be surprised how many people i know now living in the us having the exact same uh situation and it's it's funny because i've seen it and i'm like i can't believe you people live in us and and still do the same shit you did back in india uh but yeah that film was great um the amount of help like you know my mom got uh from my dad was was there but not you know like the way the way that probably she would have she would have expected or wanted to put it lightly but you know so when she when she said <laughs> that and this is like this is of course like a couple <laughs> years uh, earlier so i had to stand up and i was like no that's not right you shouldn't say <laughs> that but again not to like not to her fault like these are things that she was slowly getting used to seeing in this north american culture where she was like oh this yeah. also happens oh this also happens and uh uh so yeah but but you know what forget about the 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 mom of this the the guy like my mother would come to my house right and she'll visit for like two days and the entire day like from morning like 6 a.m till like i would say 5 30 i'm like sending the kids to school and then you know my husband goes to office i'm cleaning up the house doing laundry making food and then i'm entertaining her you know driving her around everything and then in the <laughs> evening uncle would come in and he will do the dishes and my mom would be like i don't like when he you know he comes from office i'm like you're my mother you're you're supposed to be on my side <laughs> i'm like what the hell and she, i'm like i was on i was up and about on my feet the entire day and you didn't have anything to say but he came back from work and did dishes and my own mother is like i don't like that he comes yeah. home and he does dishes i'm like oh my god now of course from uh, again completely from a guy's perspective or from from a dad's perspective huh. i i truly believe that the relationship of a dad with their kid is right at right. the bat uh an unfair yeah. advantage to the because uh, dads always get the image of oh you know be careful don't do this otherwise dad will see this and so the that negative uh, like you know be scared be afraid of the dad maybe not the mom uh, the, the strictness uh, oh, yeah. so that image comes uh, right away and then the other thing like i was talking to i was talking to a, a fellow mom right. and i was telling her that yeah. think about it uh you have a human being that has spent 9 months in you know in your uterus for that has shared your blood your food your emotions everything you know so just basic evolutionary biology like you know the kids are going to be more comforted right. by you when uh, when i as a dad come in i have to like really like start building that trust that relationship uh of course the least i can do is start working on that from day one now you know like and uh 
if we just like you know if we right. just go back uh, like yeah, I know I'm going to bring about evolution and creationism and all that but like the moms the females have that nurture quality in them as far as guys and dads in general we lack patience like we lack patience uh, it can trigger anything can trigger and we will lose our temper it's it's just a common trait and that's something that i think all men should work on when it comes to up raising their kids when it comes to like dealing with issues with your wife and just basically in general and that's like that being said when i said earlier that i'm no way shape or form like the perfect husband or the perfect dad that definitely is one of like a huge shortcoming that i have where yes if i do lose my temper then i have to go back and talk to myself like why am i doing this so it's very important for the males to be self aware of what is triggering this kind of behavior within them and then it's very important for the males to be self aware that how am i harming my equation with my wife right how am i harming my equation with my kid um like the there's a, like you know people say that it's so easy for the husband and wife to fight in front of the in front of the kids but then they make up like you know they make up behind closed doors so the kid never really gets to see that that oh everything's uh, everything's good and it is so important for the kid to see that oh you know my mom and dad are friends like uh, are they not fighting That's anymore true. like there's so much that uh, like we don't get to we like it's it's there's so much that we have to learn uh, as a couple and as individuals that i tend to find that not a lot of like you know men are aware that these are things that you need to work on not like not not a lot of men are aware that these are these are things that you need to talk with your wife and discuss like where exactly can uh i as a father or i as a husband can contribute like i i, I still am aware of many guys who do not believe with the concept of postpartum depression and i just find that so okay. odd so so yeah so definitely like you know communication is a huge huge thing and uh yeah but there's a thing you know uh, when you were growing up uh, you know india and especially i've seen this in indian people that they don't you don't talk to your son and talk about these things right when you're growing up you're not told, you're not told all the time that hey you know what you're going to have to work on your communication uh most of the people are told like oh you know what it's it's great you're doing great you're perfect but not a lot of teachings there that you need to talk like like the thing that you mentioned right that the you fight with your partner and you know your kids see it and it's all fine but then you make up with your partner in private and you don't realize that you left this bitterness on your kid and you needed to make it up in front of your kid so that they know that oh yeah you fight but you get back together so now the kid will now learn this when they grow up and they're going to repeat this behavior right so that's not taught to indian people in general or just general people anyway right um a lot a very few people know how to do this and it's that's where the whole uh, communication yeah. thing comes in place that yes. you need to you can have to unlearn a lot of things and then learn again uh because we've been told as we were growing up that you this is your role in society is there is no issue in life that cannot be resolved if as long as you're willing to keep your ego on the side you know if you just let go of your ego all the issues will be resolved any anything small i can blow it out of proportion like 10 times 100 times easily 
Oh, but gotcha. If you actually okay. sit and think about it, it just comes down to your ego. And if you can let go of that, and this is me talking to the guys, not saying that right. I do that perfectly. I still, you know, I still fail. Uh, but right. at least I know I recognize it that, hey, something did go wrong. So as long as we can recognize that part, uh, then every issue can be resolved. Uh, and yeah, and I and I and I'm a firm believer that you at like you have to give props, you have to give respect to your wife who has left her comfort zone, her family, her everything to give you the status of a husband, to give you the status of uh, being a father. So you have to respect that. Like your loyalty, uh, right, has to completely divert from from your mom and your dad. Well, mainly your mom, because Indian moms pamper their sons to uh, to no measure. You can always respect your mom. That has to be there. But at some point, you have to learn. Like you said, you know, you unlearn things. You learn things. Uh, you have to. You have to learn to respect your uh, wife and make the equation work. This, I had somebody who's, who mentioned this on a podcast that, oh, you talk a lot about, you know, feminism. It's all about the women's perspective. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get a guy on this podcast and see how that is, because it's true. It's it's a truth. It is still a very patriarchal society. It's sadly, uh, we're doing much better. I have to say that um, we have guys like, you know, yourself and, and my husband, they're very feminist. And I know a lot of friends who are very like yeah. involved and kind of disregarding the, the the ridiculous cultures and uh sort of kind of adopting the new way of doing things which is more uh, kind of equal for for everyone and behaving like a team as opposed to be like I'm the guy but I, I when I whenever I see a family where I can see the guy yeah. being you know the typical one and I'm like oh I can't believe you people live here and still haven't like Got over, gotten over this whole I'm the guy so, so I'm superior in some way <laughs> like it's so ridiculous but I'm so glad that you know you mentioned that and yeah and it's a, it's important for uh, I think a guy to listen from a from a man's perspective that it's it's not just us yeah. saying everyone agrees to this right so uh, so again thank you so much Arjit for talking to me uh, this was fun I'm so glad that we did no. this <laughs> If you're listening, uh, you know, feel free to go and check us out on our social media. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever else you find your pods. Until then, goodbye.